0: Hi, it's Sunny, and on today's episode, we talk with Stephanie. She is a mom of two boys, and she is married to someone who's in the military, who's been deployed not once, but twice. This last time, last year, he was gone for an entire year. So we talk with her about what it's like to have someone gone that long, and being like a single mom. We also talk about people who may have their spouse travel every single week, or for long periods of time, and just how to cope with that and how to not only hate that part, but love it. There's a love-hate relationship. We get right into that in this Cheery Conversation.
1: Welcome to Cheery Conversations, where we all overcome our uncertainties and juicy topics one conversation at a time. Every week, we're joined by author, speaker, and pastor, Sunny Hennessy, along with a special guest. And this week, our special guest is Stephanie Charney.
0: But she prefers.
1: Stefan Stephanie, Charney, Uh I think you said you even asked your husband if you could change the name, but he said no. Yeah, he said. Is no. it? No. Did you want it to sound French? I just wanted it to sound less.
0: Charney, Charney, Charney,
1: Stephanie. So we're with Stephanie Charney, who is married to Bo. They have been married for nine years. They share two beautiful boys. I am using some of her words because that might be creepy if I'm like, she's two beautiful boys." <laughs> you didn't say her husband was beautiful though. That's, that's better. Okay, and they are Benjamin and Joseph. But you call him JoJo, which is oh. that is really cute. Uh, they love spending time creating adventures with each other and their families, especially outdoors. And And Stephanie might look familiar to some of you because she is one of our worship leaders and our worship team. She has a really cool voice. She has an amazing (laughs) voice. So today uh, we are going to be talking with Stephanie (laughs) Who's <laughs> Stefani? <laughs> Gwen Stefani is in town. Oh my gosh. No, Stephanie. So today we're going to be talking with Sunny and Stephanie. Can and- you go by Sone? Sone. Sonny and <laughs> Stephanie? Let's mix it up. <laughs> we're talking with Stephanie and Sunny all about uh, the circumstance of having a spouse who has a job that requires some travel. And I don't mean just Mm. like, oh, I'm going somewhere for the night, like travel. Like they're gone for days, weeks, months, sometimes a year at a time. And so maybe that's, you that's watching or maybe you have a spouse um, that has that. So we're gonna to talk to Stephanie about that. Can you tell our listeners and viewers
2: what kind of a, a situation you're in with your husband, with Paul? Sure, um, so like you said, we've been married for nine years. Um, he is in the military. He's been in the National Guard for about 18 years um, and he took an active duty position uh, just coming up on two years. So in the course of that career, he's had three deployments, oh. um, one for 18 months um, and then the last two for a two year or for a year each.
0: They're so long for him. Yeah. Why? They like him.
2: Uh, that's, <laughs> that's just he's really good. Yeah. He's yeah. really good. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. Super
0: great. I just that, wow. So three almost over three years of your nine-year marriage. No. So okay. the
2: the first deployment, the longest one, we weren't together. Okay. So um and then the second one, we actually met, and six months later he left. Wow. So that was the start of our relationship. So mm. that was an interesting way to get to know
0: someone. Is it true that distance makes the heart grow fonder? Yes. Oh, gosh. That's good to know.
2: Yeah, it really does. I mean, it, obviously you have your ups and downs because you have to figure out a new way to communicate and a new way to speak your love language to mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. But um, man, when he comes home, it's like
0: oh. yeah, <laughs>
2: it's
1: the best. It's so so good. did you know, when you met him, did you know he was in the military and,
2: okay, yeah. Yeah. It was like a surprise, like, oh, and now I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, yeah. 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 When we met, I think like the first or second time that we went out, he was like, oh, hey, uh, (laughs) P.S., I'm leaving in six months. And Mm. I was like, I don't care. Love is better. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: that is so great. So tell us about that first time that he was deployed and you were by yourself. Did you have did you have the kiddos? You were by yourself by yourself. Yeah. Okay. so how does that compare to the deployment when you had kids? Oh, my Mm. goodness
2: it's worlds different Mm -hmm. so the first deployment i was 19 maybe 19 or 20. um so i was just fresh-faced you know i was just learning how to pay my own bills. honestly (laughs) (laughs) when he left he asked me if i would house sit his house because he had a house. So I was like, sure, I'll watch your house. <laughs> so I lived there by myself in a three bedroom house, had no idea what I was doing. Everything broke. Oh, gosh. I, <laughs> so I luckily have a super handy brother who helped out with all of that stuff. Yeah, it was, it was tough. It was lonely. Mm-hmm. I would say the first time around, yeah. I had to really try and occupy my time with things Um, and people, and luckily I was a part of a a church family, so I had that Mm -hmm. going for me. Um, And I had some really tough family stuff going on during that time as well. My dad had passed away right at the same Mm. time that Bo was deployed, so it was just a tough, Mm. tough time. Mm -hmm. And then the second deployment, it went by so fast. Really? With the kids? Because I had the boys. They kept me so busy. I mean, I we were like halfway through and I was like, oh my goodness, like, <laughs> he's already getting home. home. I wanted to lose 15 more pounds before I got home. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready for that." So
0: that's probably good advice for people though, right? Like have some things you want to do before they get home so that you're not like waiting every week for yeah. the countdown. Yeah,
2: yeah. We didn't even have a countdown until the uh-huh. last month. Okay. Because it was just, it was too big of a time frame for yeah. the kids to even comprehend. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. How old were your boys on that deployment? Um, it was just, he just got home in December, so yeah. they were three and six.
1: Mm. And how how did they, mean, like how did you explain to them, mm. oh, daddy's going to be gone for 18
2: months or however long. How did, yeah. how did mm-hmm. you ta- talk them through that? Yeah, it was a lot of tiptoeing around the situation, honestly. Mm. I mean, we had more difficult conversations with my oldest. He's super into military anything, so he thinks dad is like a
0: superhero yeah
2: because he is yeah Yeah. so um he understood a little bit more the little guy he didn't he didn't get any Mm -hmm. of it so we made um some photo albums for them so they could look through them of just pictures of them and dad Mm. cool and they like carried them around with them and then we made the stuffy that's the um picture of my husband and so they like, you know. A stuffy? Yeah, it's like a stuffed animal, but it's like a cutout of him. Oh, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Like that's God. awesome. Yeah. Why didn't you bring that? Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I should have made one for myself,
0: honestly. I was like, Just tuck him in bed. Put him under yeah. the covers <laughs> next to you. It's so funny. Yeah.
2: So we did little things like that. And then, you know, internet was sparse. Mm. You never know what you're going to get. So he would do a lot of pre recorded messages and send Aww. them to the kids, and then we would do that. Um, in return for him mm. that's really cool mm. those are all really great tips. great
0: ideas
1: um, so Sunny I mean you travel you you and Sean both travel a lot but I know at one point in your marriage Sean traveled a lot mm-hmm. so um, kind of similar how, how did that work in your marriage I guess one of the questions is this when you're physically apart like mm-hmm. that how do you still focus and work on your marriage how do you still mm-hmm. keep it growing and still strong
0: for me, it, I missed him, so that was a good part of it. Like, that was the plus, is yeah. that you're like, oh, it's like a new boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> it's that like, great. oh, I missed you. And, you know, <laughs> your your breath is not bad. Like, it's good, because I missed it. Uh, so there was that side of it. But Isaiah was, when he traveled, he traveled his last year on the road, when Isaiah was gosh, what would it have been? Isaiah was three and Aubrey was one and a half, was his last year on the road. And he was gone 50 weeks of the 52 weeks. Now, it wasn't like solid. He would come home, but he'd come home, wash his clothes, pack, and go. Wow. And so we'd have like a day with him. So we had 50 days with him (laughs) that year. Which is almost tougher, if I can
2: say, like having that interruption.
0: The say goodbye again. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. And then having to readjust and get back into your routine that you've Mm. created. Yeah.
0: Which I wonder how many people who maybe they work for Shrive or Mm -hmm. they travel and it is that constant. Uh, So you begin to, I loved that he loved to do what he did. He loved it, he loved to travel. He never really traveled outside of his little city block growing up. So for him, he's like seeing the world and all this. Uh, So I love that for him and I loved that he made good money so it was very supportive of our family. And I loved that when he was home, he didn't work. And I think that's a lot of people's story is that, well, when they're home, they're really home. Like I'm looking and you have to kind of find those nuggets of this is good for this reason. You know, he could be home all day or all week, but do we just see him in the evening a little? But now we get two days of just like go to, you know, bay beach or something um so we were in florida so we you know would try to do disney or something major on that day but yes it was the like isaiah he would cry when we'd start to go to the airport Mm -hmm. and he'd look up and when he'd see a plane he'd he'd uh point but he'd also cry often and that actually is what had sean decide to come off the road oh wow because that was happening and it was just like it's just not it's just not working so it, because it's tough. So you have a love and a hate relationship with it, right? Yeah. You, and frankly, I knew when I married Sean, he wasn't going to be a traditional guy. And you knew when you met Bo it's not going to be this traditional. So you almost have to take, do you have to do this? Do you have to take yourself back to that moment? I fell in love. I knew what I was getting into. I can't now hate his life and him because I don't like it now. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that you said that because, I mean, I, I can't really my, my husband doesn't travel. He actually works from home. Works from home. She's like,
0: works
1: home. Which is great. I love it. I love that. So I can't relate to I love that you said that because I, I'm sure that people in a similar situation have that thought of the love and hate and maybe are mm. don't want to admit that, right? Yeah. But it's a, it's a real feeling that it's because it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me this, though. So they're gone for long periods of time. You kind of have your own routine, and
0: now they're back. H- how do you handle that adjustment period? like, <laughs> right. take that bag and move it. <laughs> oh, it's gosh. never been dusty in that corner of the kitchen until you got home. Uh, yeah. You just have to bite your tongue a lot, right? Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. And uh, the
2: bag thing,
0: I mean, bag, I and know how I big, say bag. No,
2: and just like military life with the, all of the this- stuff. Stuff, yeah, it just gets poured everywhere. <laughs> like, I mean the bedroom I and mean, just everywhere, just mm-hmm. all the stuff. So that is like tough too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm someone who likes things very much in their spot. Everything has a home. And my husband is two to a certain point, but his homes are different than mine. They're in a <laughs> so, desert.
0: <yeah. laughs> They're in a tent.
2: So um, that readjustment period is tough. Mm -hmm. Luckily, military families have support in that. Um, We do some reintegration Mm -hmm. where they talk to you about, you know, this this is gonna be tough. This month is gonna be hard to get them reacclimated to what normal life Mm -hmm. looks like, Mm -hmm. what grass looks like again, what Mm -hmm. it's like to be able to just go wherever you wanna go. So luckily we have tools. Um, that we get equipped with but it's still tough Mm -hmm. and it's really tough with the kids because they're used to just coming to mom for Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. um and you know when he left this last deployment jojo was in a crib and in diapers and with a nookie and when he came home he was like big boy to the max and he's like who is this little Mm -hmm. guy so i'd say that's like that's the toughest part but Mm -hmm. you get through it and um you know you come out stronger together because you work work Mm -hmm.
0: through it. It's good that there's support (laughs) that you have in the military for families where maybe they're traveling not as off. They're not gone for a year, but they're gone five days a week, every week. One thing I, I really feel is important. And I think my mom gave me this advice. She said, don't have your home. And this was like when Sean and I were going through hard times. She said his, your, his home should be a haven, whether he comes home from out of state or just from the office. It should be like a, a haven, it should be like peaceful and like the paradise he needs. Because if it's not, he'll come home later and later and later. Or, I mean, Bo doesn't really have, like, so I'm not speaking to this, but the business person who they're taking, they'll, they'll say, oh, I'll take that trip for somebody else. Yeah. And, oh, I'll stay late in the office. Because when they get home, because we have our routines, mm-hmm. it's like when they get home, we have the list for them. I I had to get rid of Post-it notes to keep our marriage. Like Honestly, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to give him a Post-it note, everything he needs to do. And his rebellion wasn't to say no. It was to ignore the post-it note, which then created more of a fight. But I was mothering him. Mm -hmm. And when he'd come home, he'd need to get the task done. And especially if he'd been gone for a while, it was, I've done diapers all week. It's on you. And, like, all of us women would say, that's really normal. Like, of course we'd say it's on. But here's the thing. Like, we love it and then we hate it. It's a love-hate relationship with this kind of a a life. Mm -hmm. We can't take out all that hate part about it Mm -hmm. on the person who's bringing in the finances and who we also love them. And I think that can happen. The hate of this job and this routine and and that I'm changing all the diapers and you're exhausted when you get home and it isn't fair. We have to let the love of that person outweigh the hate that we wanna put on them because there are a lot of women that that the guy walks in the door, no matter where, even if he works from home, you know, that it's like, all right, you're on. And it's just because guys will take it. But here's the thing. I knew also that if Sean was away and it wasn't good at home and he's away and it's not good at home and he's away, it's not good at home. That's where affairs are easy to happen. Or You know, man, there's been people in our life that were like, this guy carried on an affair with a girl in Colorado for four years. And we're like, what? Well, he always traveled there. But there it was peaceful, exciting, and fun. Or we knew another um, guy. He was military, and he met somebody in another country on a weekend they got off. And he just carried on this, like, movie and, and it wasn't real. It didn't last because it was just this. But to that guy, what home reflected was the cranky wife that's irritated. And I think we have to safeguard our marriage and we have to love at a new level when it's just not normal. We just do.
2: That's good. That's so really good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I um, I think the word that I use a lot is resentment. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so easy to build up mm-hmm. when you're in a situation like that. And for me, the most important thing that I found was having other wives that are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because if you can relate to someone and have yeah. a conversation and see like, the, it's okay, they're getting through the, the same garbage that you're going through, mm-hmm. that it's harder to build up resentment when you can
0: You don't feel alone entirely. exactly. What if you find a friend, though, that they're just fueling that fire?
2: Oh, I, you know, I really locked out.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) Because that could be really bad. If they're like, he should be doing more, I think then you kind of put your guard up right yeah like okay well we don't have to spend as much time together you're yes. making it okay. worse Bye. yeah <laughs> like the friends who are like that dirty dom divorce him. Oh, yeah. and oh, you're gosh. like oh I don't yeah. think that's what I should be being told right now yeah yeah, yeah I really, I'm glad really you lucked out. out
2: with a group of three gals that we got together once a month and it was really great Good. to have that support Good.
1: that's great I was thinking too as you guys were talking that you know we kind of talk about like our resentment or our like hate for something but you know maybe think about you know, our guys that are in that job role, they, pro- they don't want to be away from their family as much as you don't want them to be away mm-hmm. or they don't want to, but when they appear much. like they
0: like it, oh, okay. then, <laughs> then you resent that yeah, they Netflix love being there. from just me. so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, this yeah, is speaking yeah, from, we've been there, we're like, Oh, you enjoyed, <laughs> you enjoyed the Alps.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you mean you had a meal and nobody was pulling on your shirt asking for a bite. See, this it? comes <laughs> out. Yeah.
0: That's, and then you go. Nope, that's not
1: how that's I can okay. do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> but for sure, because that's real. Yeah. And then you know, thinking of like putting yourself in that place too. I mean, you know, uh, this is so not even close. But my husband's going to school right now. Well, mm. works full time. Going to school means mm. less time with our family sometimes. And that can make me like, ugh, I really wanted to do this. Oh, I can't plan that because you have to study. And Mm -hmm. I could be like, ugh. But I know that in the long run, he's only doing it for our family because Mm -hmm. it's job security. Mm -hmm. It's maybe higher pay. It's something that was on his goal list. And Mm so, you know, if I look past the, like, the immediate, like, you know, negative of it, there's something bigger there. And really it's because they're doing it for a family. He's in the military for a lot of reasons, supporting the family. Sean was doing, like you said, brought in a good salary. Mm -hmm. So looking kind of past that sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes
0: it's us, you know, it's a a me thing. Well, let's face it, us ladies, this is juicy topics. (laughs) Us ladies want it all. I want it all. I want him to look this way, act this way, make this amount of money, have this much ambition to want to go do more, which would take him away from the family. So I want all that, but then I want him with me like 24 yes. seven at a coffee house, looking into each other's eyes and it looks <laughs> like a love movie. Like I want all that. And, and and we can be our own worst enemy because, and I'm all about high expectations, but sometimes we, we put expectations that are Hollywood level that are not even true on our own life. And then we wonder why we're disappointed. Oh, that's good. So, you know, and Sean is actually, his favorite thing is romantic movies. Like he's like, I think on stage one time, he did like the deer, (laughs) Dan, going in the field and the butterflies and (laughs) talking about, you know, a great love story is you're like running towards each other in a field of daisies. (laughs) And here's the reality. Most of us, we come home at night and it's like, hey, hey. <laughs> or it's hey, or nothing. And then, do you wanna know what your child did today? Oh, do you no. wanna hear what happened? Oh my and and that's not just on us, they do that too, but I that has been the biggest key to our new side of our marriage. The last how many has it been now? 13, 14 years, has been that I'm not the naggy mom grouchy why would I wouldn't want to be my own roommate right if I acted the way I did in the first part of our marriage you know keeping and paying the bills so I'm telling him what to do with money now I'm like you pay the bills you're the man you're my hero and I get I get to not and and also <laughs> just realizing he doesn't need to hear my anger with Isaiah right now not right this second and it doesn't happen always perfect but um, how do I prepare my home when we come together, whether after a year, like you, you really get support and you know what you're planning, but also at the end of a day, yeah. how do I prepare that? And I'm not talking in an apron and I cook dinner cause we, sometimes I come home after him, but we drive in the driveway at the same time we walk in the door and how have I prepared my heart, my mind, my mouth mm-hmm. to bite my tongue, yeah. to be like this girl that he loved and asked to marry him. We talked about it on yeah. a cheery conversation, yeah. like getting out of the sweat clothes yep. and you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I would rather look cruddy at home, <laughs> but there's times to just go, who did he marry? Yeah. And that's my part in the equation of whether they're gone a lot or they're never gone.
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's good. That's such good advice. Yeah. You, I, wanna, I want the viewers and listeners to hear this story that you mm-hmm. shared with us before we started filming, um, because I think when you're by yourself in a lot of situations, whether because your spouse is traveling or um, maybe just another reason, but when you're by yourself, sometimes, sometimes we make ourselves feel by ourselves, and lonely. So, but you shared a story that I
2: thought was really insightful. Yeah. Um, so, I, during the deployment, I had a really hard time asking for help, mostly because I wanted to prove to myself and show my husband that I've got it. You know, yeah. like, I don't need help, I'm independent, but I found out that being independent doesn't mean you can't ask for help, mm-hmm. right? So, we have um, the pastor who married, Bo and I, him and his wife checked up on me and the boys once a month, sometimes mm. more frequently than that, and asked me if I needed anything around the house and I was always like, no, good, good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then one night he finally was like, okay, Lisa and I are coming over at five mm. o'clock with pizza to watch the boys leave. So good. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. Mm. And um, that for me was a whole experience that showed that not letting people help is taking away their joy or stealing their joy. Mm -hmm. They really wanted to help and wanted to be a part of it. So um, they came over and did it another time
0: as well, but Mm. it was was so great. That's so good. And there's two lessons in that, right? There's the, you needed it, and you humbled yourself to go, yeah, I need it. And then you allowed them to have joy and feel because I you know we just we have people in our life that there's a diagnosis of cancer or they're going through a divorce or there's a death in the family and we're like can I do anything and of course they're like pray of course but it does make you realize how much uh you are special to them when they allow you to do something for yeah. them and so the reciprocal I think you showed them your love for them that you accepted yes. and I think really we good. all should do that more that's really good yeah, yeah. and
1: for those who want to help people, sometimes it's just, just do it. Just yeah. do it. Don't <laughs> wait do for it. Asking, do it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really great. Okay, so I'm going to ask this question because some people watching may not have a spouse that's in the military. You may not have a spouse that's in the ministry, um, but they, they could still have a spouse that is traveling or away from home. Um, so they can still relate to the situation. So how do you, we ask this question a lot, but I think maybe the answer could be different depending on the circumstance. When you are like, so essentially, I mean, you're kind of like a single mom for 18 months. Um, how how do you manage still taking care of yourself? I know one of the things is letting people help you, mm-hmm. but how do you manage taking care of yourself um, and 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 feeling like okay, I'm supporting my husband. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna separate that love and the hate. I'm gonna support what what he's doing but I have all of this to manage. I have twice as much to manage because it's just me. How do you manage supporting what your spouse is doing when they're away um, and appreciating it while still trying to manage taking care of yourself? Mm
0: -hmm. Do you want to go first? Oh, you go first. (laughs) You sure? (laughs) That's a loaded question. Yeah. It was really good for me to have a job Mm. while Sean was gone. And I know that's not for everybody, so if that's not the case, and, and I was just telling someone on our staff this week that I was, the best one was when I worked two days a week. And then the rest of the time I was home. Because it made me a better mom. It made me excited to see my kids. It gave me a break. I basically made zero. I mean, by the time I paid for two days of childcare, <laughs> I probably paid fifteen dollars to have a job like i I, it was not for that but it did i got to feel like i had purpose i had a reason to get up and put my makeup on and do my hair and then when i came home like oh i said aubrey i just love you and i want to sit with you for hours at night well when i was with them nonstop, i didn't want to sit with them at all because i was with them all the time so that was good for me however i know people that wouldn't work and that's fine uh Having maybe if there's not a mother-in-law or a grandmother or somebody in town to help, like that person who's like offers even one time, go ahead and let them watch your kid and go to Starbucks, go to the exchange, go to some the library and just like have time to mm-hmm. decompress. And then don't just do that once in a year. Do that maybe once a month or once a quarter to start. That's how I would do it. Yeah. Do you have any
2: What did you do? Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) No, I think for me, it was really about having the support of Mm. the other ladies. Mm. I think that's really what got me through because we had something scheduled every month that we would get together and it would be scheduled for two hours, but it would last eight hours. (laughs) You know, we would- That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really think for me that was the biggest thing and it's my husband always says this. It's a Clint Eastwood quote. I really Okay. Use. It's uh, improvise, adapt and overcome. And I feel like that's, that's really so good. good <laughs> I love mean, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Come on. Yes. <laughs> um, but I really feel like that's, you have to take that like motto when you're walking through something like yeah. that in your life, you really have to improvise with the tools and the people that you have around you. Um, and adapt to your circumstances, yeah. and then eventually you'll overcome it, and it'll oh. be great. A girls' night so out great. could be an adaptation. Yes. I don't
1: do girls' night out, but maybe <laughs> that you is know, so you good. start doing that. That's so good. That's so good. I think too. Sometimes um, we don't do things because we feel that that guilt or that shame of well, one parent is already gone. Yeah. I can't be gone too. But. Sonny says this all the time, you can't be good for anyone unless you 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 yourself are good. Mm-hmm. And so getting over that thought process of, yes, they need you, but they also need you to be good. good. And mm-hmm. that means sometimes spending time away. Yeah. So um, I love this conversation. Mm-hmm. I hope our listeners and viewers took something away from this that, that they can relate. Um, thank you to Bo and Stephanie, because being a military family is mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, thank you. Um, and there is sacrifice. So we love our military men and women Mm -hmm. who serve. Um, So we just love that we had this conversation today with Stephanie,
0: thank you for joining us. If you would like to maybe give information on someone who you think should be a guest on Cheery Conversations. That would be great. We'd love to hear it. And you can contact me directly about that or anything else at sunnyhennessy.com. Also, Cheery Conversations is on podcast on all platforms. So you'll hear our conversation uh, on there every Thursday, a new conversation. I love that. You can just turn the volume up really loud and hear us laugh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It'll break your ears. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll
1: see you next week at the same time for another Cheery Conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to sunnyhennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening.
0: See you next week.